And we are back. Another episode of Pretty Relatable with Erin and Ashley. This is episode seven. We are at episode seven. So we're doing a good show here. We've got some exciting things to talk about today. (laughs) We've got a lot of pop culture topics to touch on today. It's been a busy week in pop culture. Um, And then we have kind of a fun little uh, 30s topic too that we're going to talk about that uh, might give you some good ideas. But as usual, let's start off with an update. Ashley, how was your week and what do you have going on? I know life just, I feel like it's already mid-October and I'm like, what is happening in my life right now? Like what, what has happened the past week? I'm like, what did I talk about last week? Like I might've had to listen (laughs) to our podcast and be like, what has happened in my past, like in the past week of my life? Um, so my dog Boomer has fully healed from his surgery from his eyelid surgery. So we got the sutures out. Um, so that was really good. So we're not like watching him like a hawk, which he definitely appreciates. Um, that was really nice to, to be done with. Um, and just kind of like work has just been really crazy. This is a very busy time for work right now. Um, trying to just get our house in order, um, trying to set up an office space. So Sean and I aren't having our offices next (laughs) to each other because we tend to, uh, our coworkers are hearing each other on our calls and it's super annoying. So, um, trying to kind of have my dad come over. He's really good at construction and trying to put an AC unit in for a screened in porch. So uh, a lot of like Home Depot runs as where we're going. And I love that Home Depot. You can take your dogs because I take our dog <laughs> Winnie with us. Boomer like hates going to Home Depot now. Oh no. And, Winnie's yeah, replaced Boomer on the Home Depot. Winnie has replaced. Yeah. Because she gets <laughs> treats when she's there. So she is like, I swear they need to give her an orange apron at this point. Like she loves it. Charlie hates it because of the sliding doors. Like she does not like sliding doors. So we leave her home. But Winnie is like, she's my go-to girl when I need to go to Home Depot, which I went today and picked up the the air conditioner. And she just was like the happiest thing ever. So it's like, I swear this past like couple weeks has been like all about my animals, which I don't mind at all. I love them so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't wait to see your new space. When are, do you I think know. you're going to have it all done? Uh, my dad's coming over on Sunday. So hopefully like he's one of those people who's like, we are getting this project done in a day. I will stay here. He's like the the person in Mean Girls was like, I will keep you past four. <laughs> and it's like, we cannot keep them past four. <laughs> like, I'm like, yes. dad, you can't stay here past like, please eight hours. Like I'm, I'm done after that. So I, I would assume with his his very tight schedule and tight ship that he runs. We will have this done on Sunday and then I'll, it'll just be kind of like up to me to move my office out there. And it's so much like, there's so much more light and it's so nice. And we're kind of going to use this other room as like the workout room still until we possibly have a child. So it's all, it's all good stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. And then I, you know, since we talk about everything on this podcast, um, TMI possibly, but I did officially like take my Nuva ring out. It is my last time of birth control and it's a weird, weird fucking feeling and it's scary, but it's something that like, I want my body to kind of feel back to however it's supposed to feel. Um, so I know Aaron, you and I have been talking about that where I'm like, what Uh is it going to be like? (laughs) Like what app do I use to track everything? So uh, yeah, a lot of like adulting happening, uh, as well, as well as like my animals. I'm like, wait, I'm, you know, going off birth control and I am doing, uh, projects for future babies, like to make room. And it's just, it's weird. It's very it weird. is weird, but it's exciting. I, I mean, I'm it personally is. very excited for you. I know. So. I know. I'm like so scared though, like to be totally honest and oh again, gosh. TMI, but like I've been on birth control since I was 16. Like so that's a long time. <laughs> I've been on it for a very long time. Like I'm 31 now. Like it's just something that like, and I'm sure other people can relate where you just get on it at a younger age and whether it's for different reasons, but it was like, I just have never been off of it. And I've been on different versions, but I'm like, what is my body like? you know, what is a normal period like for me? I truly don't even remember. It is going to, I know just because you literally like know to the day when you start, it's It's going to be very interesting to see like how you're acting. Some people are completely normal, like whatever normal is. And some people it takes a little while. So I don't know. I'm kind of like, (laughs) like, I know. Tell me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, 
I'm tracking everything and like all my symptoms because my um, OB, you know, just wants to keep track, um, yes. which is nice to have like a, a doctor that like cares about like, you know, how you're feeling coming off of it and like kind of gauging all of these things, especially when like other health issues or other health conditions are like a factor, but it's still scary, but you guys will be along for the journey. So if you hate hearing about it, I'm very sorry, (laughs) but I am like an open book, like too much sometimes. So if I ever get a little TMI, feel free to DM me and be like, girl, like just stop. (laughs) Or just, or just do the 10 second skip on this. (laughs) Yeah. Or just like, yeah. Or just message me and be like, wow, you probably shouldn't say this out loud. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all but, good. Everybody yeah, can relate. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on in my life. How about you, Erin? What else is new? Yeah, it's been a good week. I mean, busy, just like, mm-hmm. like you said. So I guess <laughs> I've been going to the chiropractor for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why it took me this long to go because it's been so nice to mm-hmm. have that adjustment done. And last week I went on Friday. I'm going now every two weeks. I was going twice a week for a little while. So if you're pregnant, I highly recommend doing chiropractor. It's made a big difference in like how I sleep and just feeling more comfortable, especially as I'm getting bigger and further along. But the the doctor that I saw on Friday wasn't the one I usually see. And he did this like full back crack of like me standing. Oh my gosh. It felt so good. I, you know, they've been doing the neck when I'm laying down and she does like a couple like other maneuvers, but this was the Mm -hmm. first time that I've had that done. And it was like, I've never heard my back crack like that. So um, I feel really like rejuvenated afterwards. So I'm kind of like, "Hmm, maybe I should go more often and get that part of it done. But um, yeah, so that was kind of how it started. And then my son and I went full fall on Saturday because um, my husband has an fishing tournament that he does every year. So it's a mommy and, and me mm-hmm. day. So we went to um, a f- local ranch and for the first time I've ever seen was a buffalo. They had buffalo on this land ranch. And these are like not Florida buffalo because that doesn't exist, yeah. <laughs> but real buffalo from like the Northwest. So and we got to feed them which is like a really cool, like different experience. Yeah. And then they, and then another part of this wagon tour that we were on, mm-hmm. they had all these female pregnant cows and I've never related to anything more in my life <laughs> than watching these. Oh my cows. God. That should be your Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, I mean, it was, there was probably like 50 of them and oh we like pull into their little area that they were hanging out in, and they like all yeah. immediately come to the wagon. Cause they know they're about Aww. to get fed. And I just like watching how they walk, like how much they wanted to eat. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, I, I get it. Like I'm looking at them and I get it. <laughs> so were you like, hey, cow, pretty relatable. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was totally pretty relatable to those pregnant female cows. And so, and then they were telling, talking about, so a cow's lifespan could be like 15 years mm-hmm. and they could be pregnant every year after the first two years of their life. And Ugh. God. Then I was like, well, that sounds very miserable. <laughs> so, horrible. Those poor cows. <laughs> but it was really cool to like feed the animals, see how excited yeah. he was. And um, we had a good time doing that. Um, and then today I passed my dermatology appointment of the year. Yay! That's a big deal, <laughs> it everybody. It is. That's so a talk- huge deal. Yep. So when we talked about skincare and stuff a few episodes back, um, we highly recommend annual skin checks. This mm-hmm. is the second year in a row now that I haven't had anything cut off of me. So that's a good start. Um, so pr- glad and proud to be able to um, to say that I don't have to go back for another year and I have no scars this time. So that's a good oh thing gosh. for me. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. That's like such a big deal. So I told her I've been doubling up on my, my lotion. Um, yeah. It was a little hard to go there and not be signing up for Botox treatment, but <laughs> one more year. And I know I did schedule back. my Botox for uh, a week and a half from now. I was like, oh, God, so I, should, jealous. I should get, get back on my, my routine of Botox, but yeah, but yeah, no, but th- you know, what's funny is the farm you went to, I saw when you were there that's where my parents live. Like oh. that, that's their backyard basically. Oh, so that's, stop. yeah. So that like loop that you guys do in the wagon, that's what uh-huh. my dad does like every morning with our dog, with their dog. 
Oh Isn't that so God. funny? That is yeah. so funny. So if you ever want like a behind the scenes tour, my parents will happily take you in their golf cart to yeah. go. Thomas it would was, love that. It was really cool because they had the goats, they had the yeah. deer, they had these giant pigs, and they had an emu, which oh, I've, I've, I've seen at the zoo before, but the guy, one of the farmer guys came over and he fed the yeah. emu, um, which was really cool. So that's so funny. Yeah, yeah we, let me know. We my liked mom- it. Yeah, my mom buys this like these bags and bags of corn feed. And I yeah. guess it's like what you're supposed to feed like the goats or something like that. And like they'll literally bring these bags over okay. to feed them. Like so well, yeah, Thomas is needing a VIP experience of that yes. and we'll make it happen. I'm in. I'm in. He would absolutely love that. That's so funny. Gosh, you know, Auntie Ashley (laughs) will do that for him. Uh, Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I'll do anything. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so that was my week. It was good. Also figured out finally, all my parent people out there who might be listening when it comes to Halloween costumes and you're trying to figure out what your kid wants for Halloween. You don't want to buy a costume. Last year, we bought two costumes, didn't wear either of them, ended up just wearing regular clothes and we knocked up as a a hipster um but so i've been trying to figure out what to do for halloween for him this year because he's a big into paw patrol um so i was like do you want this marshall costume and he hasn't really Mm -hmm. jumped on it he wanted batman at one point we've never watched oh we've never never heard him be interested in that yeah he does spider-man um so like then all of a sudden he's talking about this ghost pumpkin and i'm like what the heck is a ghost (laughs) pumpkin and I couldn't figure out what he's been talking about. He's been talking about it for like a solid week. And that's what he wants to be is a ghost pumpkin. So Tom and cool. I talked and I was like, I guess we do like an orange sheet that we make into a ghost costume with like a green stem on top. So we called my mother-in-law yesterday because she's gotten into sewing. And I was like, maybe she could make something. <laughs> and then she ended up Googling and found a ghost pumpkin costume on okay. Amazon. <laughs> so it does exist. And that is it. I showed him the picture. So that's exactly what he wanted. So oh we have... I wonder who like told him that that was even an know. option. Like maybe somebody at school. He mentioned some name of a pumpkin. So I don't know if you read it in a book. He's been like <laughs> kind of into ghosts lately. Like, like he runs wow. around the house, says he's hiding from the ghostesses. Um, right, well, so... Your house is old. So that's like a little Yeah, creepy. it's very possible. I yeah. swear he talks just, to things if, if it's like casper it's totally fine yeah it's as long as they're friendly that's yeah, casper yes. the friendly ghost you know yeah so some success this week with halloween costume past doctor appointments a better feeling back um good so yeah so ready for another another week we're doing some halloween stuff this upcoming weekend so that'll be oh, fun that's exciting yeah we yeah. ordered some halloween stuff i think i mentioned last week our house was like the sad house on the block with like no <laughs> decorations so sean got super motivated and was like we gotta order stuff so we ordered all these like cool like spider web nets and they have these huge spiders that come in the you know it's from amazon we got it last night at like 10 o'clock at night he's out there at like 10 30 putting this stuff up i was like i'm going to bed man like i am not helping you right now please don't get oh in a ladder this late. but then he used the freaking spider so i'm like i said before i'm not like huge in a halloween i don't like scary shit and he's like putting the freaking spiders around the house where they'll like scare the shit out of me. So like in our laundry room, I like had to do laundry today <laughs> and he just had like this huge spider just hanging from where I would like open the washer and it's like dark in there. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Like, oh my God. And like spiders don't super scare me, but if it was a frog, I would legit freak that <laughs> out. Like I hate frogs. I, I just. I hate them so freaking much. And I was like, Sean, you messed up. Like you should have done a frog. And he's like, Ashley, I don't think anyone else is going to be scared or think of Halloween for like a giant frog decoration. And I was like, you never know. Yeah. Somebody might like frog theme, like party or something. Oh, I wouldn't even attend. Like I'd be like, no, I'm (laughs) sorry. I'll send a gift. Who's having a frog theme party? Is that a thing? Weird. Like, sorry, (laughs) but like, it's true. They like like, weird things sometimes. That's true. To me, that's a weird thing. Like if my kid, ever is like mommy i want a frog i'll be like sorry i'll get you another dog like <laughs> i'll get you i'll get you all the ice cream in the world i will get you literally anything besides a frog it, oh it, my gosh. it won't happen you may no, not want to go to the zoo with us right now because tom is all into the reptile rooms with everything yeah i mean i could uh stand outside which is probably <laughs> what i would do i think i mean i could handle like going in but i just i don't want to stare at them i'll just quickly yeah. walk past that'll be fine they're not my thing either it's good yeah but 
Anyway, well, we have a lot of pop culture news. Like Aaron said, we there's been so much that's happened. There has whether, been. Yeah, whether it's in the past week, the past couple of weeks, and we have updates for what's been going on. So, Aaron, are you ready? You want to just like dive right in? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, awesome. So our first story of today is about Giselle and Tom Brady. So I'm sure you guys have heard the divorce rumors. Apparently they have each hired divorce attorneys and, you know, they've never really like commented on it or anything or nobody's actually come forward from either party saying, hey, this is actually happening. But today, um, actually, what's today? No, today's Wednesday. So yesterday, mm-hmm. Giselle commented and liked a post from a life coach, Jay Shetty, on Instagram. And Jay Shetty posted about relationships and Giselle commented under it. And the post said, you can't be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent with you. Read that again. And that's all the post said. And she just put like the, I always think of it as like a praying emoji, but I actually think it's a high five emoji. And I was not praying. (laughs) Yeah. And she put that emoji under that. And, you know, it's like the simplest, like she didn't even say anything. All she put with is an emoji and it is like taken by storm. Like everyone's Mm -hmm. doing like the eye emoji under it, like comments by celebs reposted it. And everyone's like, what does that mean? Like, is that her confirming it? So, you know, they just celebrated their 13th anniversary in February, but apparently they both hired divorce lawyers amid their rough patch, um, mainly because Tom Brady has unretired uh, after as he goes into his 23rd NFL season. Um, and Giselle's not made an appearance at a game yet, which right. is unlike her. The kids have made appearances, but Giselle hasn't. And it's just it makes me sad. Like, I just. I really thought they were each other's end game and it just makes me really sad that this is potentially happening. Yeah, I I agree. They've always been pretty tight, at least from what we see, you know, we only see what's out in the public, but um, I, you know, I feel for her too, because this is yeah. the second time he's retired and then unretired and she probably, yeah. you know, was ready for that life. And it, I mean, that's what it sounds like in any kind of yeah. hints that we've gotten. Um, I don't think they've been seen together at all. Uh, he, she was seen without her ring, too. Yeah. And he's but been like visibly happens. frustrated um, at the games, too. Not saying that um, it's yeah. directly related to that, but he hasn't had the best start to the season like he has in the past. I think he finally had a good game this last weekend. But um you know, it definitely seems a little bit distracted than yeah. what's going on the f- on the field. Yeah, I just wonder. Like, I mean, they had to have a prenup. They oh, had to. Yeah. Like the the assets between the two of them. Like that was my first thing. I'm like, who gets the yacht? Who gets the <laughs> house? Like, you know, just so many things. But then you also think like their kids are still pretty young. Like, yeah, I think they're like you know like I think one's a teenager, maybe early teens, and the rest are like under. Well, and the, and the older son is the one that he has with Bridget Monahan. It's not yeah. even her son. So um, I don't know. It's I mean, it, and, you know, and her, I think her family is all still back in Brazil. Um, mm. So it makes you wonder how that's all going to pan out when things happen. I know. Later. I wonder who they'll date if they are getting divorced. <laughs> do, I mean, Brad Pitt's on the market. Leo's yeah. on the market. And Leo and Giselle did used to date. It's well, true. unless he's dating Gigi Hadid, but stop. yeah, she might be a little out of his range now. So. Oh, even though she's that's ridiculous to even say out loud, but yeah, I just am so curious. And then, like, who would Tom Brady date? Like, I Kim Kardashian? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so for image wise, but damn, they'd be a hot couple. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that would go for either of them. Um, no. It's sad to think about. Be, I always just thought they would like stay together. I mean, they've been together for how long? It was thirteen um, years. Thirteen years, so long. Yeah, time. that's a long time, especially in Hollywood. Yeah, no, for that's very true. Pro athlete. I mean, shoot, that's a really long time for pro athlete. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point too. Yeah, yeah. I don't but, know. It's it'll be interesting. I mean, I rumors are rumors but this one seems to have a lot of backing up to it so this one uh, seems to have legs or what is it if there's smoke there's fire and it kind of seems like that's uh yes that's kind of what's going on but we'll definitely keep everybody posted as we get some kind of updates on this and as we learn more and 
Um, if you guys ever, if you guys think there's any good like pairings of who they would date after the divorce, I would love to know. Cause I'm probably yeah. missing somebody that would be like a really like good connection. Oh, I had somebody yeah. in mind and I totally forgot. Now I got to think about it. I know it's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a, like a, um, like a betting setup. Of yeah, like right. Square, like squares or something like that, where you you pick who like brackets. Be. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. But anyway, so we'll definitely keep you guys posted. What uh, what else happens out of that? Yeah. So on a positive celebrity note, so Kaylee Cuoco, um, she's an actress. Uh, most recently, The Flight Attendant. Um, which if you haven't watched that show, it's pretty good. Um, I season two. Did you? I haven't watched season two yet either, but I liked season one. Yeah. So. And she's also from the Big Bang Theory, which is like how everybody Big Bang Theory. Her. Yep. And if you're old school like me, I actually watched her um, in her very first show. What was it called? Uh, Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Oh, team. my God. I used to love that show. Oh, my God. Yes. The dad that he died know, in real Ritter. life. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was such a sad moment on that show. Oh, Actually, my God. She's so good. Yes. I watched. It was on That's TGIF, right? <laughs> Way back in the day. What is that? Oh my gosh, TGIF was like the Friday lineup on ABC. Oh, it was okay. I thought that was the channel, and I was like, I don't remember that. No, channel. yeah, TGIF. Okay, so yeah, that's yeah. How I used to watch it back in the day. But she is pregnant with a baby girl with her boyfriend, Aww. Tom Palfrey. And if you watch the show Ozark on Netflix, uh, Tom Palfrey was the brother of um, the lead woman until he just lost her name in my head but yep (laughs) that's how this day is going um yeah so exciting for them um she you know she's been married and divorced twice and so they've been dating not that long not that long like maybe six months at least since it's been public um but they seem super excited if you follow her on instagram or look at her instagram she had the sweetest little video up today about are you okay <laughs> sorry i have like the worst heartburn from anybody who's been pregnant before and know how's the heartburn goes so if you oh hear God. little noises i'm apologize <laughs> i literally have no control over it right now it takes some medicine i thought you had the hiccups and then i'm like i don't know if she's just muting herself <laughs> no it's no just like you know living the life of seven months pregnant and everything that joyously oh, comes with my it God, that although is i did so funny at the derma today because i've been feeling like a giant whale lately because that's where i'm at too and when i told the nurse how far along i was she was like you don't look like that at all so it was really comforting because usually you get the you look like you're about to pop type comments so I'll you're take not there it. yet mm. no but We're getting not. close <laughs> It feels like I'm getting close, but anyways, I know. So, uh, yeah, so that's exciting news for Kate Cloco. She had a super sweet video today about getting the bump and they just seem super thrilled about, um, this pregnancy. So it's gonna be a little girl and she loves horseback riding. I don't know if anybody follows her, but, um, she had like the, she introduced her horse to like her, her belly and it was just like oh, this. He was like nuzzling her and stuff. Which, Aww. if you're an animal person, like animals sense animals. all of that. Yeah. Totally so, agree. I know my cat has been extra snuggly, probably just wanting more food. But um. oh my gosh, right? Like one of my cats <laughs> is in the closet with me right now as I'm podcasting, and I'm like, I know what you want. I know yep. you want food, but she's being actually really cute right now. This is probably the only time I don't have the dogs around me. So That's probably soaking yeah. up all the attention. Yeah, she's loving it. Yeah. So also, so Kaylee Coco and Tom just came out as boyfriend girlfriend in May. Oh, so even less than six months. So wow. yeah, I mean, she officially got divorced last September of 2021. Yeah. So you know, but just because of when the divorce was finalized doesn't mean they weren't like separated before. And you know, there's so much legal stuff that goes into it. It can be held up in court. So I'm just happy for her. That's so yeah, exciting. Yeah, it's super, super exciting. I think when she got divorced from the last person, I can't remember his name, but um, I think she made a comment about like probably never getting married again. Yes, so, I just saw that. Yep. So um, she was previously married before the for yeah. her first marriage was to the tennis player. Yeah. Um, and I think she got married pretty quickly to the last guy too. Yeah. So, but you know, this is exciting for her and they seem very happy. So yeah. I mean, look at Goldie Hawn and oh, oh Kurt God, Russell. Is, yeah. Kurt Russell. Like yes. they're not married Love and them. look at them. Yes. Like 
it's totally, totally a thing. And I just love that, like, you know, Kaylee's like, what? I think she's 36. Is mm -hmm. her first baby. Like, it gives me hope as somebody yeah. who is going to get pregnant, hopefully in their 30s. Like, it's yes. just nice to see, like, it's just not like, you know, if you get pregnant in your 20s, totally good. If you get pregnant in your 30s, totally good. Like, there's no, like, it's not like a weird stigma anymore, which is nice. Right. Well, look at Hillary Swank, who is pregnant oh, yeah. with twins, and she's 40. That's amazing. 48. Oh, my gosh. I actually didn't realize that. Yeah. 48 years old, pregnant for the first time. And I Aww. think it's twins, right? I think, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. She's pregnant with twins. So, Aww. you know, and they, they were talking about celebrities like people known who are getting pregnant mm -hmm. when they're in their 40s so it's not out of the question to yeah. make that happen exactly. you're allowed to have a life and a career and do all that good stuff and do it later in life to have kids yeah and then have that after you have kids as well exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> yes that, yeah. that's still happening anyway but, talking about a life after yes because um, <laughs> even when we have kids Aaron we are going to Bravo Con. yes it's gonna happen it's happening. It's happening this weekend. Uh, I've seen so I follow a lot of Bravo accounts and people are getting their outfits ready. They're adding more people to the lineup. And I am experiencing an extreme amount of FOMO right now. <laughs> I want to be there so bad. I jokingly looked up tickets with Sean's brother's girlfriend and we were like, okay, how much are they going to be? And then we saw the price and we were like, nah, like <laughs> this is crazy. But now people are obviously reselling tickets, you know, because they can't make it. And they're going for like a fraction of what they were. And I was like, should I fly up? Like, yes. obviously not. Um, But I think, Aaron, we have to go next year because, I mean, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just more obsessed with Bravo than I have been in the past, but like, <laughs> I need to go to BravoCon. I do. Yes. And if you don't know what BravoCon is, it's like the comic con for all the Bravo shows. So you yes. have all the celebrities from the different reality shows there, Real Housewives, all the different seasons of that. You've got Below Deck. You've got um, Southern Charm has folks there. Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump like, Rules. Everybody is out there. Everybody is out there. And it's like, it's held in New York. It's at like the Javits Center, like the, like, I think it's at the Javits Center. Maybe it's not actually. But it's somewhere in New York City, and it looks incredible. They have, like, a Watch What Happens Live, which is, like, Andy's yes. late-night show. They have, like, a live of that happening. They have, like, the OGs come out, which is like, the original Housewives. Um, I even think Tom Sandoval from Sa P Vanderpump Rules is doing, like, a concert oh, with wow. his band. And the tickets are, like, stupid expensive when you can go see him at a dive bar for, like, $20 <laughs> somewhere else, which is hilarious. But... It's just like you're in like the Bravo universe and you're just with all the Bravo liberties and I need to be there. Yes. Someday. And this is the first time it's been back since 2019, since pre-COVID. Yeah. So yeah. So 2019 um, was the first year they did it and then boom, COVID. So, yeah. so I'm sure it's going to be big and we'll have to keep an eye on all the news that comes out of the weekend. So oh I'm sure God. there will be plenty of yes. drama. Oh, I love it. And speaking of <laughs> Bravo, though, have you been watching any Real Housewives? I haven't. I, I've been slacking on my Real Housewives lately. It's okay. It's been a while. It's okay. So just to <laughs> give everyone an update, I stay on top of my Real Housewives. Good job. Mainly because I love it. And there's like a group of us at work that talk about it. So I'm like, I got to stay up on what's happening. So the reunion for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills starts tonight. And it looks epic i mean kathy hilton is coming to play and get lisa ritter get erica and i am here for it team i've kathy. been seeing a lot of so headlines excited. about her and the drama of all of that yes. so i will probably yes. do my my reading afterwards even though i haven't watched Perfect. anything <laughs> yeah honestly you don't even need to watch anymore like if you go on twitter and just search the hashtag it's it's insane like or even on on instagram like everybody posts about it you like don't even need to watch shows anymore because it all gets recapped in it's short true little segments a, a quick google and you have everything you need to know <laughs> yeah exactly and then okay so then my favorite i actually think real housewives of potomac is my number one <laughs> uh how like franchise right now they just came back i think sunday night and it's just iconic Four OGs. This is like the seventh season. Like that never happens. And no. I love Potomac. They're so messy and there's their friendships are so like 
raw and real. And I just, I love every second of it. And that came back and the four OGs sitting under the cherry blossom trees talking about, you know, the show or like their friendships and what's been going on in their lives. Like it was so picture perfect. I'm like, this needs to be photographed and put in like Andy's hall of fame for BravoCon. Like it just does, but <laughs> that's happening. So I need you to eventually watch Potomac. I don't think you've ever watched it. Have you? Um, I think when you got on board and convinced yeah. me, I think I tried to start watching it. My thing is just time. I just have to find time. I did. I did finally watch this first uh, part of the new Kardashian season. Okay. So I'm slowly trying to, when I have moments, catch up on shows i'm thinking i'm gonna have a lot of time when the baby comes so (laughs) that might be good timing for me to sit down and watch everything at my 3am feedings oh my gosh or you could read or that yeah or you could just like try not i might not not have the brain exhausted yeah yeah the brain powder read so it might be more oh yeah you know trash tv (laughs) oh my god please catch up on everything this will be so great i'll send you like the best episodes yeah i'll be like you don't need to watch this one it's fine i'll give you the recap give me a guide (laughs) yes oh my god you know i will and then the other one i'm watching real housewives salt lake city just came back and i liked the first season like i don't know i kind of like fell off of it a little bit and then now that it's back i'm like okay let me get back into it and i'm just like I don't know. I'm killing, feeling kind of blah about it. And they have all this really good legal drama with Jen Shaw. She is the one who pleaded guilty to um, like fraud and um, fraud with the elderly, yeah. which she pleaded guilty, which is like a minimum of 10 years in federal prison. So like that's all going on. I think her sentencing just got delayed till December now. And it should be so good with that going on. Like it really should be that great but like there's just no like strong friendships and like that makes me kind of like because they're always fighting and there's just never like a happy scene and I kind of miss that in housewives like everything is just like fighting constantly because they want the drama but I'm like okay but are these people like actually friends outside of the show or they literally get together for three or four months out of the year and then they never talk to each other it just makes it like I don't know meh. Yeah. so I'm um, I'm holding out hope. I'm still going to watch it. I want to make, sh- I want to see what happens. And like Jen Shaw is just completely delusional on, you know, this whole season. She talks about not like being not guilty and she would never do this. I mean, the woman stole like a million dollars from her own mother and it's just like, it's just insane. And then ends up pleading guilty and it's just crazy. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it, but yeah, is it I my favorite? The- no. Yeah, I watched the first season too and I I liked it, but I haven't yeah. gone beyond that. So it doesn't sound like I'm missing much on that one. Yeah, it does make me want to go to Utah though. I've never been. So well, that might be a trip we have to make in the future. Yeah, I, I mean, take our podcast there too. You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll we just plan a trip of vacation. We'll hit the road. We'll to, yeah. Oh my God, that would be so fun. That's like goals right there. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe that'll be a new, a new goal for us <laughs> on the show. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But anyway, so. Bravo con everything. And if you're going, please, please, please like let me know because I need to live vicariously through you. Um, <laughs> yes. I need to Send know us every, photos. <laughs> yeah, photos. I need to know your itinerary because I need to know what sessions you're going to. There look, uh, there's so many good ones and they got like really big Bravo loving fans to do some of the panels. And I think that's a really smart move for them because there's been some people that like, are just obsessed with Bravo and why should, why wouldn't they be on the panel? Why wouldn't Bravo invite them and be like, Hey, bring your following to this panel. So that way they watch it. And I'm like, hell yeah, I follow some of these panelists. Like I'm definitely gonna want to watch these to see how they interact with the housewives. So also how do we get on that list for a future year? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I think we need to grow a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> like, That'll be another goal. We will add to the list. Yeah. And I also need you to start watching the show because they're not going to let us be on it. If you don't know who these people That's are. That's a good point. Okay. I've got some time to try to catch up. So I have a clue what's going on. <laughs> exactly. We have, we have time. It's okay. If they yeah. do this every year, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> that'll be in our five-year plan <laughs> there you go i like it <laughs> oh my gosh, so um funny. so that's bravo con there's also been some recent concert news coming out so first one is blink 182 has announced a world tour um it's been gosh how many years since they've been but i feel like there's been a little bit of a revival for maybe people who didn't 
listened to Blink-182 back in the day mm-hmm. through uh, Travis Barker's relationship with Kourtney Kardashian. So I don't know if that helps or not, but maybe she'll be at the shows is what I'm thinking. Um, so they will be kicking off, I think not too long. Tickets are already on sale. So people have been purchasing them. Um, yeah. so, so for all of the, the 90s, 80s kids, 90s kids who listen to Blink-182, that's some nostalgia for you. Nostalgia? Yeah. Nostalgia. I mean, I think it's really cool because I think Courtney did help Travis get over the plane fear yes. that he's had. And I mean, he had every, I mean, for what he witnessed, what he experienced for the plane trauma um for her to help him get through that i think is amazing and that's why he's able to go on these shows so um travis barker like was involved in like a plane crash Mm -hmm. that killed some of his bandmates left him severely injured um to the point where he would not travel by plane he would only travel by tour bus and it got to the point where i think his relationship with courtney kardashian is like has helped him so much through that, that he is able to travel by plane. I mean, they got married in Italy, so obviously he didn't take a boat over there. Right. Um, well, and they know, just, you know, they, they kind of started splitting up back in 2005 and that was a couple years before the plane crash and the plane crash mm-hmm. happened. Um, I think they reunited brief, reunited briefly, but um, and then you also had Mark Hoppus who had went through cancer yeah. and had treatment for that. So they've kind of had a lot happening um, in that, in that gap time that they were apart. But um, yeah. so it's, it's cool to see them getting back together and, um, and it's know, a world tour. I mean, a, I was everywhere. looking at the dates and I was like, holy crap, like, are these guys ever going to sleep? Like this is. <laughs> right? this is insane. They're going to like country, so many countries yes. and then they're ending like in New Zealand and Australia. I'm like, damn, I want to come. That looks yeah. sick. <laughs> and they have a new single coming out on Friday too. So that's exciting. Really? So it's called edging. So we'll have to kind of see what, how that goes and see how they yeah. sound. How many years we'll see, later? Almost 20 they years have later. To, yeah. They have to get the single out before Taylor Swift's album comes out next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, because that is going to take this like music world by storm and yes. speaking of taylor swift which i will somehow get her into most conversations that i have <laughs> um there's news unconfirmed news um that her taylor swift's long-awaited stadium tour is going on sale in november so yes. uh be prepared to catch an elbow or two from me as i'm trying to book tickets because <laughs> i will get tickets to this um i don't know how much money i'll spend but i will get tickets like hey i yeah. i have to <laughs> we we put a good dollar in to get those floor seats last time it wasn't too too bad but i'm oh, committed Aaron. I'm oh, committed. Aaron, you're so naive. There's no way. <laughs> Those are going to be, I think we paid what, $150 for floor tickets. There's no way that's going to yeah. be that cheap. She hasn't been on tour in so long. She's had what, four albums come out since then. Like, I I think they're going to be a lot more and I think they're going to be like resold at really high prices. But I kind of hope, even though I can't ever hear the song, Look What You Made Me Do without thinking <laughs> of listening to it. So for those who know, you know, when Taylor Swift's reputation tour, uh, came out stadium tour to get tickets and like pre-sale tickets. Um, you had to like, do like kind of like a contest where it was like, watch, like have one account and watch this video. And you get like five points for every time you go through the whole video. If you share this on social media, you get like five extra points and you keep kind of racking up these points. And it was like, I, Aaron, I must've watched that video or like had it in the background of my work. Like, and I just kept refreshing it. And there was like five of us on one account, which like, Ooh, sorry, Ticketmaster. But <laughs> we all just logged in and we would just constantly watch it. And I really think that's, I mean, that helped us get better access to the yes. tickets and I will do that again. I will a thousand percent do that again. I'm curious. So, you know, her, song. I feel like her sound has changed, you know, since the reputation tour yeah. and, you know, cause she's now kind of more that indie folklore mm-hmm. type set for the last couple albums. And I feel like this new album probably is going to have that similar vibe. So I am kind of not that I'm not going to go, but just curious to see as a stadium setup, like how that is presented. Cause I don't think it's going to have as much like stage presence you know how yeah. with reputation there was like the big snakes and she was all over the place and stuff so i'm curious to see how this looks compared to how it looked back then yeah with the different well sound. remember she has lover too so lover came out in 2019 or no 
was it 2019? Yeah. 2019. So she never went on tour for that one. And, you know, she had folklore evermore and now Mm -hmm. midnights. And I saw that midnights is listed in the pop category and she came out, I think it was last night where her, she kind of talked about the collaboration with, um, uh, Lana Del Rey and, how the song is like one of the songs I think is track four is about um, like snow on the beach where it's about like falling in love and somebody falling in love with you. So I, I think it's going to be more poppy. I think yeah. it's going to be more 19, uh, not like 1989 vibe, lover vibe. Um, I'm excited. Those are two probably of my favorite albums of hers. I love, I, lover is I, one of my favorites for lover. sure. I was listening to it today. I, I love love lover. lover. <laughs> <laughs> love, love, lover. Love lover. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, and she also had all of her Taylor versions that she released, yes. you know, all those albums right. as well. So I'm wondering if those will play a mix into her concert lineup too. So for sure. I mean, remember when we went to Reputation, she played like uh-huh. I think at one point she played like should have said no. Yeah. She played some like old Which ones is one of we my scream singing. Favorite ones. Yes. <laughs> For yeah, some I'm reason pretty... I love that song. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have the Snapchat video of us <laughs> like literally scream singing yes. this song. <laughs> so yeah, so lots to be seen. Her new album comes out the 21st, right? Next 20... next Friday. Yeah. I am I'm so ready. I'm so yep. excited. So jamming all weekend to T Swift for sure. Oh yeah. Like in anticipation, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I want to listen to like a different album every day, get a different vibe, and then kind of end on the Midnight's album. I'm so yes. excited. Oh, she's just the best. I'm excited too. I know. Same. But also in music news and sort of TV news as well. So yeah. uh, Blake Shelton is leaving The Voice after hit 23 seasons. So he'll be back in the spring um, with new judges, Niall Horan. Horan and Chancellor <laughs> um, as well as Kelly Clarkson, who's done a few seasons already. So 23 seasons, that's a long time. He's been, I don't think he's ever left the show and come back like the other judges have. So um, I think he's been the only like stable one. Yeah. I mean, I, he met his wife on there. That's so I know. Cool. So it'll be interesting. They haven't announced any kind of replacement for him yet or any reason mm-hmm. why he left, but um yeah so if yeah you're a i mean fan, i haven't watched that show in a while like i watched it when it first started yeah but I mean, who are who are the og voice judges adam levine blake shelton gwen stefani was it gwen was she an og i think she was one of the originals wasn't she let me see first season judges Oh, no, it's Christina Aguilera. Oh, that's right. And, and CeeLo Green. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I think when came on, it replaced Christina Aguilera eventually. That's, yeah, I think that's what happened. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So Adam Levine was on for a long time. He, it was him and Blake that were kind of like the the longtime people. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't really watch the show anymore, but 23 seasons, like, that's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. I guess I didn't, I, for in my head, I think it's 23 seasons is 23 years, which obviously is not possible. Um, <laughs> but like, I guess it's like twice a year, like you were saying. Yeah, I think so. I think they do a fall and a spring season. So that's, but that's still, you know, 11, 12 years, going on 12 years. That's still yeah. a long time. That's awesome, though. I mean, he but. gained, like, I think that kind of like revitalized his career. Yeah. Honestly, if you weren't, if you weren't a country fan, you, you finally knew who Blake Shelton was. <laughs> yeah. And he has like a very like fun, pokey, fun sense of humor. And I think he was able to get that across on the show as well. So yeah. people were like, oh, okay, maybe I'm not in a country, but I like this type of humor that he provides from the show and became fans of his. So I think, I think it did his career well. Yeah. And I think he's won a bunch of seasons too. I think yeah. he was the original winner. I even Well, yeah. <laughs> Niall Horn will be interesting to kind of see. I mean, I don't know, with One Direction, I feel like, but, like, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't know his connections, I guess, to Hollywood, to, like, want to pick him to be the team, like, I don't know, Kelly Clarkson, to me, is just, like, the obvious choice, like, she has her own show, but I guess if you're on The Voice, you're probably going to be on the Kelly Clarkson show, but I don't know, it'll be interesting to see who replaces Blake Shelton for the country part of the 
the judges. It would definitely have to be some kind of country star. I don't know. And probably, I don't know. I mean, that's a really good question. I'm trying to think like Luke, well, Luke Bryan does the, does American Idol. American Idol. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll have to be somebody like of that caliber though, like that name recognition because they can't lose Blake Shelton and then get like kind of right. C list country celebrity is it just like nobody's gonna pick them they're c-list like they need to be a-list for sure maybe be thomas rad oh that would be a really good one actually yeah and he's a really good songwriter yeah him or um who's the other one i was just thinking of um the blonde one we saw him in concert um blonde curly hair um dirks bentley oh yeah 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 yeah. I so. see more Thomas Rhett. I see him as like a very big family guy and I could mm-hmm. see him like really fitting in with that crowd because he's and, like younger. And he's got like a good variety too. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good call. I wonder if like that'd be really cool. We'll have to see if he uh if he has any interest or whoever is chosen yeah. for it. So to be determined in the fall. Next fall. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Oh, that's really cool. Okay. Last, last thing, just real quick. And I don't know if anybody has seen this or read this, but it's going to take us right into our thirties topic of luckiest girl alive. If you read the book, you know, it came out in like 2015. Um, the book had some, it was, it was like bestseller. It was like this author's first book did really well. Um, and it was, like I said, on the bestseller list for a long time. And a Netflix movie just came out with Mila Kunis in it. And I just watched it over the weekend. I read the book a couple of years ago and I uh, just watched the movie and I, I, you know, I have some thoughts, but I don't want to spoil it or anything, but it definitely, (laughs) definitely when I saw on the news that it was like, this movie should have came with a trigger warning. I, I definitely agree. There were some scenes in it. And if you've read the book, you know, that there's, um, like sexual assault, there's eating disorder. There's a lot of different uh, situations that call for a trigger warning uh, on the book and in the movie. But when you, like when I was watching the movie, like it was just like, you see it in real, you know, you see it happening and it just, it was tough to watch for some of the scenes and they cut out a lot because like I said, it's, you know, they're not going to put every scene from the book into the movie. Uh, It'd be like three hours long. But Mila Kunis, like, was amazing in it. I I thought she did incredible. It was kind of, like, who I envisioned to play the role. And she crushed it. There were some scenes that, like, like she comes across as, like, such a heartless person. And she just did it so well. And her fashion was amazing. Um, highly recommend reading the book first though, before you watch the movie, I, I personally liked the book more. Um, it does have a different ending than in the movie spoilish alert. Um, but yeah, so if you watched it or if you read the book, definitely let me know what you think. And, um, Aaron, I got it. You got to read the book first. I know it's on my list because the show looked really, the movie looked good too. And yeah. I've heard good things about the book. So it's definitely on my, my, top 10 book list to try to get through in the near future so I can watch the the movie too but I like my Mila Kunis I feel like she's got a variety where she can go from comedy to like more dramatic type movies like this so Mm -hmm. um I'm sure she did a great job in that role even with some of the questionables of the of the movie itself so yeah definitely but that kind of takes us into our 30s topic so you know you're in your 30s when your preferences in TV and books change. So I personally have gone through like some change of like going from books that I used to love and always would read this one topic to being a little bit older now and being like, oh, it seems kind of childish and I don't enjoy reading this. And I find myself skipping through chapters because I'm like, oh, this is so cheesy and lame. (laughs) But I also feel like my my TV preferences have not changed to what my book kind of level has changed. What do you think, Erin? Yeah. You know, it was really interesting when you brought this up. I really was like kind of thinking about what did I read what back in the day? So I, you know, when I was in, I've never been a big reader overall. Mm -hmm. um, But I remember when in high school and into college, when I did read, I was really into like, um, crime books. Like I love John Grisham and James Patterson. Um, 
I think for a high school book project, I read the book King of Torts, which I don't think people in high school <laughs> read that <Yeah>. book <laughs> by John Grisham. And so, you know, but that was what I really enjoyed is those like crime type books. And, you know, you got to figure out who did it in the end. And maybe that's why I married a lawyer, but, um, <laughs> you know, but now I think I read a John Grisham book last year and it was actually, it wasn't bad. It was a good book. It was like his more recent one at the time, but it took me a while to actually read through it. And I kind of mm. didn't feel that drive like I did with those type of stories back in the day. And you kind of been an influence on me reading more in the past two years. And oh so you know, <laughs> I know you're so honored, but I, <laughs> but you know, one of the, my favorite books I've read, and I know you agree with me is the Nightingale and it's yeah. not a book I would have ever picked out, but my mother-in-law actually recommended it to me. And I think I recommended it to you after I read it, mm-hmm. but you know, a very like heroin type movie or movie book, um, you know, talking historical about fiction, historical fiction. And I remember reading the book outlawed, um, which oh, was yeah. the same kind of thought too, as like a heroin type morphicus on women. Um, and, you know, I think I was surprised that those books were something that I like could not put down. And yeah. I definitely love you know, reading the the romance books lately and these fun, like little rom-com type books. Um, those have been like fun reads for me because I think I'm reading just to have like a distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have enjoyed those, but I definitely see like a shift from when I was mm-hmm. younger to now when it comes to books. Um, with TV shows, I think I just watch everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just depends on the mood. And also I think I'm influenced now of watching shows with my husband. So, okay. you know, back in the day when it was just you, you just watched what you wanted to watch. And, yeah. um, you know, also I think what's out there has changed too. reality TV wasn't as big when we were growing yeah. up, except for like real world, you know, road rules. And so we'd watch that on MTV, but they didn't have these like, unscripted or scripted whatever you want to call it reality shows like real housewives um so that's been different um but i think i just enjoy a lot of different tv shows um i even want to go back and like watch shows that were big when i was maybe in college that i wasn't interested in at the time like i just saw something about desperate housewives the other day yeah and i never watched that when it was on tv but i kind of want to like Same. go back and watch <laughs> from the beginning and like stream it you should i've heard i mean i've never watched it either but i've heard it was i mean it's one of those shows that everybody knows the name of it and yeah. it was like a an iconic show and yeah um, but same like there's so many shows that are that were popular that i just never like got into or anything and i just i don't know and i kind of go back like the sopranos like i had never yes. seen that and i was like you know what i just start watching on a plane and I got hooked on it and it was like the show came out in what the 90s like early 2000s like why am I watching this 20 years later but it's still so good but I mean there's a lot of problems in the show (laughs) but yes and that's and I think that's you know kind of eye-opening too we talk I mean we talk about the office like that you and I are big office people and it's every time we I rewatch problem episodes I'm like Oh, this is not okay. Not air today. Yeah, like that yeah. is not okay. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, and um, I did re I did watch the show Parenthood a couple years ago, mm-hmm. um, which was I don't know, like early two thousand, mid two thousands that that came okay. out. Um, but I like binged it. I couldn't stop watching. It was so good, <laughs> you know, and it it was like, very emotional, like family. I, I think this was right after Thomas was born, actually. So I think when I was home, Um, but it was just one of those shows that like, you know, was on for a lot of seasons and like was really thought about, but I didn't really feel like I was at the age that I wanted to watch it. And then, then I was. So, um, so I think I, I find this pull to like go back and watch a lot of shows that might've been quote unquote too old for me when I was in my twenties or teens even. And now I'm like wanting to rewatch them. Yeah. But it's funny though. Cause like, I feel like my shift in books is so obvious to me now. Like I used to love like young adult and like the love stories, the rom-coms, like the, 
I love a good meet cute story. I don't think yeah. that'll ever change. <laughs> but like, I love these psychological thriller books now. And mm-hmm. I, I love something where I'm like racing to the end because I need to know what happened. Yes. And I've never really been like, when I read books, I'm like, I just want to get out of my own reality. I want to like, I've always loved to read, but this has been such a shift and kind of like it started with historical fiction. I've like, like my dad used to put on the history channel and I'm like, Oh my (laughs) God, this is so, I don't want to watch this. Sorry. And now I'm reading books. Like I got really into like world war two books, like especially of um, female heroines who like were in like these war settings that their stories are being told, whether it's through like this fictional story, but it's based on a real person. And I got so into that. And I read that probably for like six months where that was the only thing I was reading. And now I'm kind of shifted now into like, I needed a break from all of that. And now I'm back into like psychological thrillers. Like I just read a book called the perfect marriage and ah, yes, that one's been all over. Yeah. That was a twist. Um, so it's, but I, I really like these kind of books and, if you would have asked me like even two years ago when I started reading, I'd be like, no, 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 those scare me. Like I can't read them at night. I don't want to, I don't want to do that, but I'm reading a book right now and it's so freaking cheesy. And it's like about this 22 <laughs> year old who like went back and moved with her parents after college. Cause she partied too much in college and her parents got worried and it was just fine and everything. But I'm like, Oh girl, you're 22. Like grow the fuck up. Like <laughs> and she like dates this guy and she doesn't know if he likes him and or if he likes her and like they suck at communication. And I'm like, you're 22. The chances of you actually staying with this guy are like slim to none, girlfriend. Like, come move on, on. <laughs> just, just move on already. So it's like I find myself like not enjoying picking up this book and it's actually taking me a lot longer to read than normal because it doesn't have this like catch where I like am dying to know how it finishes. Yeah. And I think that's changed a lot, but for TV, like my, I don't know, like my idea of like what I want to watch, like hasn't changed at all. Like, will I still go back and binge watch sex in the city? Yeah. I think I'll forever watch (laughs) sex in the city, but will I also watch TV shows like the summer I turned pretty where it's like a high school romance uh, yeah, I was obsessed with that show. Aaron, I made you watch it. I was like, yeah. no, no, I need you to watch it so we can talk about it. I had the best soundtrack in like literally ever because of Taylor Swift. But it was like so like, I mean, it's based, it's based on Jenny Han's book. Like if they're young adult books, they're not something for probably like a 31 year old to read. <laughs> but I became obsessed. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I love this show. This is so great. It's like nostalgic um, high school romance but like, if I read about that in a book, I'm like, oh, I'm done. Like, no, you just wait. It, it gets better. Trust me. Like this, this love doesn't last. Like, come <laughs> on, you're going to college, be realistic, or you're going to do other things in your life. But yeah, it's like so different for me for books and TV. Like, I don't feel like TV, my uh, ideas or opinions have changed that much, but books is like, I, I have no patience for that anymore. Do you Weird. feel, do you think it's okay so do you think it's because we're reading a lot of these books or do you think it's really happening that there's more books that are being adapted into shows or movies because mm. you know i i'm wondering if like the the streaming services so the netflix because netflix is yeah. doing a lot of different adaptations of books and movies yeah or to movies and then also i think hulu might have some and prime might have some coming out in the next couple of years too but I don't know if it's just because I'm noticing it more, but I feel like there's a lot of like books being adapted into these movies lately. Maybe. I mean, you're right. There are, there's a ton. Like I, I just read another book, the lessons in chemistry, mm-hmm. and that is now an Apple TV series. Yeah. Um, like there's just like, tell me lies. That's another book I read years ago. And that is like a huge new show on Hulu now. And it's so funny how like the books that I've been enjoying are now like shifting into TV. And it is cool. Like, I don't know. I'm one of those people who's like, I read the book first. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I love being able to say that though. (laughs) I'm trying to be one of those people really hard, (laughs) but I'm just such a movie. I've always been a movie person and a show person. So it's sometimes it's hard for me. I try, but um... yeah, I'm so opposite. I'm like, I'll read the, I want to know the book first. Like, but I take it back because I never read Harry Potter. So I 
So I, I, yeah. I started the first book and I wasn't into it. And then I watched the first movie and I was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. Yeah. And so then I read all the books, like, you know, within days of them coming yeah. out. And then I dragged my husband to the midnight showings <laughs> of every movie. He was all in for it. We did not dress up or bring one. So at least we were good on that. But I definitely wore the scar <laughs> on my head. Like there's like photo evidence of me going with my friends in college to the midnight showings with, uh, I didn't dress up, but I did definitely let like somebody put mascara like far <laughs> on my forehead. Okay. Well, we'll give you that one then. <laughs> yeah. But and it's, yeah. Uh, one of the books I really loved that is going to become a Netflix film is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And oh I, God, cannot I cannot wait. wait. I cannot I really, wait. I'm so, so excited. <laughs> so lots of good ones I that are coming up that I'm like, I need to see these because, you know, when you read a book, you get this image in your head and it's always fun to talk we talk a lot afterwards about like, did you picture that actor, actress as yeah. that role, you know, seeing how, how they match up. It's like, that's not what's in their head. And it's always interesting to read articles too, about how the book describes how a character looks mm-hmm. and they don't look anything like what's in the show <laughs> or the movie. I know. I hate when that happens. And there's actually a bookstagram account where the girl talks about like who would you cast in this mm. book and I love following her because it's like oh my god I didn't I actually didn't picture it that way but when I read the book like there was I don't know I don't really picture them as like a celebrity I yeah. picture it more of just like a person but there was a book I just read um hold on let me pull it up because it was actually based on this like GQ article that came out. Yes. About Chris you just, Evans. You yeah. just did a review about that. I was looking yeah, at Yeah. Funny you should ask. And I like, I loved this book. I really, really liked it. But knowing that it was based, like it was totally fictional, but knowing that it was based on this like GQ article of Chris Evans, that was the only person I pictured. And I kind of was like, mad that it wasn't true because it was like <laughs> I pictured somebody who was real because it was based on this article right. so like I don't know I don't I don't ever really like follow that but I like seeing what other people think about who should be cast yeah it's interesting so but yeah no I I think it's it's kind of fun to I, like again my history is love of movies and shows I was a mm-hmm. you know studied cinema and film as a my minor in college so as I've gotten more into books a little bit older, it's been interesting to kind of go back and forth between the two and really compare. So I've liked that there's been a lot of adaptations as well. Yeah, definitely. But I also like that my tastes have cha- like evolved because I do feel like I'm like, I probably shouldn't be reading all of these like YA <laughs> books. Like, why don't I learn a little bit about history? Why don't I yeah. venture away from what I normally read and kind of like get outside the box? I mean, when I first started reading, like I was like, nope, I'm in my little bubble and these are the only books I want to read. And all I'm reading is Ellen Hildebrand and that is it. <laughs> and I still will read every single one of her books. I am obsessed yes. with her, like have a couple signed books from her. Like that's how much I love her, but it's good to kind of get out of your bubble sometimes and kind of like see, like just try a book. And I it's so hard for me. I hate having a book on my Kindle. That's a do not read. Like it drives me crazy, (laughs) but I'm also like, okay, Marie Kondo, if this doesn't bring me joy, why am I going to continue it? So just try something new, try something outside the box that you normally don't like. Maybe it's something not completely opposite of what you would normally do, but maybe it's just like 50% opposite. Yeah. Did you, speaking of like historical type novels, did you read the book Northern Spy? Yes, I you had you? me read okay. that. Okay, okay, good. Yeah. So I just want to make sure you did. <laughs> if, oh, you, yeah, if, you, if you do like historical fictions, it's about um in the the conflict in Ireland and you know everything that went on in that history time of that country. But it's really good. Another female, you know, heroine type involved story and probably a lot of truth to it too, to be honest. So yeah, definitely. There's actually another book um that I was obsessed with called Codename Helene. Um, that was like a really good one. Again, it's based like world war two. And I actually just heard that it's becoming a movie and Ooh. I wanted to see if there was an update on this. Cause it looked like there was told like the, the 
person was cast, but that was in 2020 and there hasn't been much update with it. So I'm, I'm hoping that this is still happening. Oh, it's going to be a limited series, but they haven't announced yet, like where it's going to like drop or anything. Um, but I'm hoping it drops soon. So if you haven't read that yet and you like like the female heroine or like the World War II historical fiction, like Codename Helene is really, really good. But like Aaron said earlier, like The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna is still probably one of, it's probably my favorite book I've ever read in my life. So good. And I I just, and maybe it's because I was in shock at how much I liked it just because it was not my norm type of book up to that point. But and it was long. It was a long book, which is another not my typical way to go. But it was really yeah. good. Really good. Yeah, I loved it. It was by Kristen Hannah, right? Okay, yeah, it was. I was yeah. like, I don't want to like, mislead anybody. But yeah, it, that that actually, I think that's the book that got me out of my comfort zone of my little like romance, rom-com novels. And it kind of shifted me into this whole other world. And then somehow I've gotten shifted into like psychological thrillers and I'm not looking back, baby. I am like loving this <laughs> new like book trail that I'm on. And yes. I just think it's like, as you get older, you're just like, why not just try something and see if I like it. And if I don't, all right, whatever. It's okay. You can send it back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, get the Libby app. You're not paying for these books. Right. Like, I mean, some of them I'll, I'll pay for. And like, luckily I work at a company where one of the perks is you get a free book a month and it's so awesome because I can just get on my Kindle and I can kind of try new books that maybe I wouldn't have done otherwise, or they had like a crazy long wait list at Libby. Um, but it's, it's fun. I like having reading as a hobby, but I've always been into reading. I mean, if you guys, uh, ever had like accelerated reader at your school in elementary school <laughs> and you got like those personal pan pizzas, yep. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and a bookmark. <laughs> oh my God. I don't think I got a bookmark. I just remember getting the pizza. I feel like we got bookmarks for hitting certain levels of like books that you read it. And then you got the pizza Maybe. hut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember the pizza hut pizza was great. And like you had to do an AR test. I remember that. Yes. Like, like you had to read the book. And then I remember being like, oh, blah, blah, teacher. I read this book. I need to go take the test. You go to the library, take the test. And then if you passed, you got the little like, I don't know, whatever you got for it. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny oh, that you remember that. Days. <laughs> I know. And I really, I mean, I've always loved reading. I That's where I excelled was like AP lit and things like that. Like, don't give me a calculus. Don't give me math. I will let you down for real. But give me, go ahead and give me a book and- Give me anything literature wise and I'm there. <laughs> yes. Well, and I was the opposite. That was reading was not my strong suit, but in my older age that I've grown, I have begun to read a lot more. My husband will go through that. Like he'll binge books like really for weeks, like nonstop stay up to two in the morning. Oh he's really gosh. into like historical books on like Florida because he's a full Florida boy and like fishing and all the backwoods and stuff like that. Yeah. But he will literally stay up. He'll like. He's been getting a, like secondhand books that are like a dollar. And so Smart. they'll just show up to the house and he will read nonstop for like nights after nights. And then he'll go months without doing it. So it's, yeah, he's a very up and down, but um, yeah. So we would love to hear what books you might recommend. Ashley probably has read all of them, but I have not. So please feel free to send them our way. And I would love to know if other people feel like they have changed too from what they might have listened to or watched or read 10 years ago compared to to now as you are in your 30s. So yeah, definitely. And like Aaron said, we want your book recommendations. We want your TV show recommendations. Like we also want to know like what other people are watching, what other people are reading, because we have our own, you know, our own ideas. But like we said, we want to kind of like venture outside of our little, our little comfort boxes as well. Yes. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to us chat on the Pretty Relatable podcast. Check us out on Instagram, the Pretty Relatable podcast, and see what we have coming up next. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye.